Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him. A prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I say welcome. and Thank you for joining me this morning. We bless God for yet another day that we have never seen, and we know that he has purpose because he's allowed us to be here to see it and to participate in it. And so we command our day, we command our morning, and we ask that the Lord would bless us this day, that he would go before us and make easy and successful our ways. And so one of the ways that we can start our day is to pray. He has called us to pray. We are to pray without ceasing with all that is happening, whether it's good or it's not so good, we are to pray. So let us get into the call for today. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. And I'm reading the Message Bible version of these verses. Again, Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. And it reads on this slide. I'm glad in God for happier than you would ever guess happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you you quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. So far, the scripture. And so this past week, I was blessed to take um, Sinai and, of course, myself to see the reboot of that play, uh, Mama, I Want to Sing. It's been 40 years. And in the midst of the play, one of the ladies who was in the play, she began to talk to uh, Doris, the character of Doris in, in the play, and she asked the question, what do you win when you win? And when she asked the question, I said, hmm, I said, wow, that, that's something to think about. It. What do you win when you win? And so when you talk about winning, it means to acquire or to secure as a result of a contest, a conflict, or an endeavor. And I, I began to think about that question to myself, and I let it resonate in my spirit. What do you win when you win? So when you talk about winning, so let's say you've been seeking to, to win something. You've been seeking to get that thing. You've been seeking to get the contract, the healing, the position. You were, you were really wanting to get with that girl. You were wanting to get with that guy. You wanted to get the degree. You wanted to get something, and so you get it. But the question today is, what do you win when you win? Well, in this text today, we get an opportunity. The Apostle Paul was often... Uh, in bonds, he was often in imprisonments and necessities, but he learned to be content. He, he learned to bring his mind to whatever the condition was that he was before him or he was in, and he made the best of it. There's something called pride that can operate in all of our lives or unbelief or just not holding on to what God says. After something that we have obtained, we might get this this big head. We might begin to think that, okay, we got it. But then it often makes many of us discontented, even under the most favorable circumstances. And so we need to pray for patience, submission, and hope that we are continually humble and that we have a heavenly mind and that that mind is it's always on Jesus. It's a special grace to have an equal temper of mind. No matter if we're in a low state, we're not to lose our comfort in God or to distrust, distrust what he's doing, or to take any wrong uh, way or path 
for our own supply. In our times of prosperity, we are not to be proud or secure or worldly. This is a very hard lesson for many of us because many times when we receive prosperity, we begin to forget and then we're looking to go to the next thing. And so when we are in affliction, it is a time that we are to speak to God. So whether we have things or whether we don't have things, we are to learn how to be um, content. And so I got some of that insight from my Matthew Henry's concordance. So I wanted to encourage you today and think, let you think about that question. What do you win when you win, when you get the thing that you've been praying and seeking God for? Because in humanity, we tend to get something, get excited, and then now we're on to what's next, what's next? We need to be like Paul, even in the worst circumstances, in the greatest circumstances, to learn to be content. So let's look to the Lord in prayer today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we thank you. We bless you, God, and we love on you because there's no one like you. Heavenly Father, you are so good to us. You are a good Father, a good, good God. You constantly take care of us. You're watching over us. Lord, we don't know everything that's going on, but we're grateful that you do, that you see us, that you are aware of where we are. God, you have never left us. You haven't forsaken us. Lord, we're just grateful for every promise that you have shown towards us, that you've said in your word that you're with us, that you're Emmanuel. We thank you for that because we have so much going on in our own lives, the things that we think about, God, the, the situations that we go through, whatever we're talking to you about, seeking you for, God, we're just grateful that no matter what, you're there. You haven't left us. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah God. You are Shammah. You are there. And so for that alone, God, this morning, we lift you up. We come to you this morning, your children, God, in, in a pure heart, a humble heart, as best as we can be, and we ask that you might forgive us of our sins. Lord, the things that have troubled us, that have caused consequences and pain and sorrow, and God, most importantly, has caused a wedge between you and ourselves where we won't talk to you, when we don't want to talk, when we feel like we've wronged you. God, we have. We have. Even if we've sinned against our brother and our sister, our colleague, the stranger on the street, God, ultimately we have sinned against you first. And so this morning we ask God for mercy. We ask that you create in us a clean heart, God, and renew a right spirit in us because we know that your word lets us know that if we regard iniquity in our heart, that you won't even hear us. So our prayers would be in vain. Our conversation with you would be in vain. And then when we don't feel like you're there, it's because there's something blocking us. God, have mercy upon us this morning, and we thank you for being merciful and extending your grace. God, we come to you this morning as you have given me this question to ask each and every one of us, what do you win when you win, when you get the thing that you've been seeking for, when we when we've sought you, we've asked you for the house, we've asked you for the baby, we've asked you for the increase on the job, we've asked you for the thing that seemed too hard for you to do, we've asked you to take us out of the hospital or to heal us of the sickness or disease. What do we win when we win? Well, we've gotten the things that you have blessed us with, and we are to acknowledge you, we are to bless you, we are to praise you, but we are not to get in a place where we're just always trying to obtain yet another thing because we have not been content. Lord, our nature is to continually go, 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 because we're always looking. We're always seeking, God, but we should be seeking you, God. If we seek you, you said that we would find you, and then we would have a level of peace. God, there's so many 
that have everything that they need. They have all the finances in the world. We look to those who we deem as rich, as wealthy, as those who have an abundance. But many of them don't have peace. Many of them struggle each and every day, cannot take the money to buy the right pill or medicine or or sleeping pills to have them to go to sleep because they're wide awake. God, help us to acknowledge that it's not the thing that make us at peace. It's not the things that make us truly happy, but it's you. It is our peace that we find in you. It is our joy that we find in you. Lord, you let us know that we have to keep our life from the love of money and to be content with what we are given. God, there's nothing wrong with us having money, but you said that the, the, for the love of money is the root of all evil. But love, the, but money, excuse me, Lord, will answer all things. So when you bless us with money, then teach us how to be good stewards so that it doesn't become a snare to us, that it doesn't become an issue because we think that we have all all this and we're so much better than the next person. God, your children have been blessed, blessed better than they ever could have imagined. They have houses and cars and elevation. They live in apartments. They live in high-rises and and condos. They, They live in a certain neighborhood. They have so many things that they've never, ever had growing up, coming from different countries, coming from the South, coming from places even in their own cities that they've been born that were not that great, didn't have food, didn't have the the things that they wanted, had shoes with holes in them but made do, did what they had to do. But God, they learned how to be content and say, when the opportunity comes that I will work, I will get better, I will go to school, I will do the things. But Lord, 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 even in our blessing, God, don't let that be a snare to us that we don't know how to be content, that we don't know how to trust you and to honor you, God. Lord, you let us know that for the sake of you, Christ, that we are to be content even when we're weak, even when we are insulted, even when we have hardships and persecutions and calamities. God, because you let us know that when we are weak, that's when we're strong. So this morning, God, I bring your children before you. So many of them struggle because they are dealing with the situations that they're in because they want you to answer. They want you to move by fire. They want you to turn the situation over. And there's nothing wrong with us wanting those things from you and for you to help us and to deliver us from the things that keep us in bondage. But you want us to be content. You want us to be content, God. You want us to know that, yes, when we win, yeah, we've always, we always win because we win in you. We're winners in you. We're more than conquerors because of you, not because of any goodness of our own, but because of you. And so this morning, let each of us lead a life that you, God, have assigned to us and to which you, God, have caused us. Let us lead the life that you've given to us. Let us be content where we are and be grateful for where you're taking us and remember the promises that you've given us, that you let us know that you do have plans for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us and to bring us to an expected end. But God, help us to remember how to be content in whatever state we find ourselves in. And so this morning, God, our mindset is that God teaches us how to be content, teaches us how to know that no matter what we're in, what we're dealing with, where we're at, God, that you're with us. And if you're with us, we are powerful. God, you let us know that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. And any tongue that rises up against us in judgment that we would condemn it. So whatever situation the enemy tries to throw at us, whatever trick, whatever back conversation, even the diagnosis, even the bill that came in the mail, even the concern about our children, God, the tuition and, and what's happening with them, if they can't get a job, they just, they're spoiled. They don't understand the blessings through their parents. God, 
Teach us how to be content but to pray and to trust you and to read your word and to speak the word over our situation and to know that you will take care of us because we are your children. So because of these things, God, we ask that you help us to be content. God, so many, so many, so many can't shake the desire to want more because we look with our eyes and our eyes will deceive us. It'll trick us all the time. God, we'll talk to people and we'll look and then we say, we want that. God, you told us not to covet. You told us don't be jealous. Don't be envious. You know how we are, mess of hotness. We are a hot mess, God, because we cannot learn how to do this without you. We will always want more. We will always seek to have more. We look at people who are married, and we stress, and we shake our heads and say, why, and how come, and why not me? God, teach us how to be content, for you do not know, we don't know what is happening in the marriage itself. We don't know if it's a terrible marriage and that it's for, for, for face value, that it looks good. We don't know for those who are in relationships and they're trying to make it work, and they say, I wish I could get rid of this person because they're driving me crazy. We don't know. So God, teach us how to be content wherever we are, whatever we're doing, even when we graduate from school, that we're not rushing it. How come I can't make the money? $100,000, teach us how to be content. If we get too much too fast, we can lose it all of God. So, Father, help us to love you and live for you and trust you all the way. And so this morning, God, there's just a few people we ask that you will remember, God. We ask that you remember those who are grieving. Please, God, help them to make it through this time of grief, this valley, God, of the shadow of death. And for some of them, they've lost somebody, so they are in that valley. It seems like they can't get out the valley because of the heaviness. God, lift them up. Help them, God. You are the comforter. We know that you are. So remember uh, uh, Regina Thompson. Remember Deborah and Elder Joe Thompson and the entire Joseph family. In the name of Jesus, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would keep your children. I ask that you would remember today, um, Lisa and her family, God, as she's in the hospital, God, please, God, help her to get well. Help her to come out of the hospital. And we thank you for doing it, God. We thank you for the strides that you have made from December up until now. So, God, we trust you and believe you all the way. We lift up Miss Charmaine Thomas, God, that you would heal her, heal the burns, God, recover her, God name of the Lord Jesus. We pray for Dakota, that you would heal her, God, even with the injection, God, and that you would give her rest and that you would restore her in the name of the Lord Jesus. We ask that you do the same for Pastor Carmel, and God, we bless you today in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you remember all of our children, the ones in elementary school, middle school, high school, college students. We ask that you protect them wherever they go, protect them whatever they're doing in the name of of the Lord Jesus. Strengthen those who are retired or or near retirement, God. They want to do something else. They're at a point where they're tired. They don't know what else to do because this is what they did. But what they're doing has not also become as fulfilling as it used to be. But they have to make the money, God. I pray, we pray for them today that you will show them what to do. Teach them how to be creative. Teach them how, teach them how to make money. You said it is for us to go to work because those that work can eat. So, God, we ask that you teach us how to be a good steward so that those that are nearing retirement or have to make decisions and don't know which way to go, that you will give them insight and foresight within. There's things in them that you already have purpose for them to do. And, God, that could be a blessing in a financial way. So help them now in the 
name of the Lord Jesus. Remember Kendall today. Continue to strengthen and keep him. Remember Stanley Brown as he continues to win, God. Keep him strong. Keep him faithful. Keep him encouraged in the name of the Lord Jesus because only you can do that. We ask that you remember Odette Nurse, that you remember Tammy, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you continue to open doors for Michelle Bonaparte. Thank you for how you've used the gift of creativity and you have elevated her. Make her gift. Make room for for her and bring her before great men and women. And so we thank you for doing it for her, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to remember Umberto as he has given an outward experience and and, ex, and and showing of his life by being baptized. God, continue to groom him, grow him, teach him, lead him, guide him, and anybody else who is walking with you in the newness, the converts, the new converts. God, strengthen them, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and cover them with your blood. God, remember the Furby family today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Remember Michael in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, you are a God that remembers when we tend to forget. Remember Miss Joseph and her family in the name of the Lord Jesus in this time. And then, God, I ask that you remember all of our co-workers, our colleagues, those that we do work with, God. So many of them go through so many struggles, so many problems, and we go to work, and we're not kind to one another because we're so busy thinking about what we need, what we want. God, teach us how to be kind and loving, even to ones that's next door, next cubicle, next office, our bosses, our supervisors, the ones that work in the kitchen, the ones who work in the office, in the in the mail room, whatever we or people that we work with, God, we ask that you teach us how to be compassionate and loving to one another because we have no clue what people are going through. Strengthen each of us to be who we are called to be, your children. Strengthen us to be loving and kind and strengthen us to be content, God, in whatever state we find ourselves in. We thank you for this prayer today. We thank you for this moment of resolve where we can sit back and think, yes, what do we win when we win? God, we have to always be in you, and when we are in you, we do win. We're more than conquerors. We we are victorious. We are the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath, God. We are the lenders and not the borrowers. So whatever and wherever we are, God, help us to be content. So, Father, I ask that you recover us today. Keep us safe from everything, every trick, every pain, problem, accident, issue, concern. We plead the blood over each and every person under the sound of my voice. Thank God that you would keep them in perfect peace as they keep their minds stayed on you because they trust in you. We thank you for this prayer today. We give you glory, honor, and we give you praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray, God, and for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So stay right there and think about that. What do you win when you win? Learn how to be content wherever you are, whatever's happening in your life. Remember what happened before and how God has brought you through. And if you're in a situation right now, if he did it before, then he can fix it, turn it, deliver you from it again because he's our God and he has not forsaken us. So you know I love you, but God loves you more. Have a blessed day. And join me again when we gather. For 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time, join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.